Hi, everyone. Welcome. It's me and Gail and Brian. Um, and so I was just, I'm, I just am so happy. I had such a great time yesterday with Peter Hurley. I was talking about our Real You project. I'm going to talk about it much more when I do my own webinar, which is next Monday, a week from Monday, a week from tomorrow. Good. So then I'll be talking a little bit more about the Real You project because it's about falling madly in love with yourself. But then I started to say, let me tell you where I came from. In 2016, I was in Germany working on the book with um, a number of the authors and I was at the Foldy Clinic for quite a number of months doing some research and also getting treatment. And I had surgery. When I had surgery, I, um, I did not, it did not work well for me. Um, I had complications. I came back to Boston shortly after I had the surgery. And the reason I'm telling the story is because my lipedema pain was mostly manageable for a long time. After my surgery, all bets were off. I was um, horrifically sick. I went into kidney failure at one point. They had me in the emergency room. I was like, you know, doing the things people do when they think they're going to die mm. because I, I mean, it was like, you know, hospice, the whole thing. I made it through. But when I made it through, I ended up having injured myself significantly enough that I was bone on bone in my right hip. I couldn't walk. Uh, I could barely walk with a walker. It got me through. But what happened is because of the lipedema and because of my lymphedema and all kinds of complications, I gained weight. And they couldn't do my surgery until I lost weight. And nothing I was doing was working. Does this sound familiar to anyone? So what ended up happening is, um, with, you know, working as hard as we all do, I ended up um, doing intermittent fasting. Then I did extended fasting. So I did alternate day fasting. And then I did carnivore. And the combination of that got me to the place where I could have the surgery. But the year before the surgery, I was in excruciating pain pretty much most of the time. And um, when I look back, all I can say is it was a blessing someone turned me on to CBD. It was the thing that got me through really enough so that I could have the surgery, which I had in 2019. So I wanted to share that because, you know, Gail and I were talking everything that we, when we bring someone in, it's because we like what they offer, we believe in what they say, we um, basically, you know, it's almost like come have a cup of tea, let me tell you about mine, you tell me about yours, and we share what works and what doesn't. And I wanna say, depending on what's happening in your body, that CBD works. I still have it. I don't need it as much as I ever have because with my hip replacement, I'm in good shape. You know, it's taken me 
my hip replacement was in September of 2019. So it was about two and a half years ago. And I'm now, because of the pandemic, my physical therapy, I didn't do as much as I should have. So I'm walking. Now that's my exercise. Besides Miranda, it's walking and just going out and walking. And I still will use some CBT because it, my hip is still, the muscles are still acclimating. Um, let's see. But, um, somebody was just putting something and I wanted to see if I needed to answer it in the chat. So I am so happy. Um, the reason we invite Brian in for, is for several reasons. One is we know his products are the highest grade. And that's something you have to be really careful about. When I first started looking for CBD, I was, I knew I had to find not only something that would work, but that was um, credible. That mm -hmm. was really good product. Um, and as well as he's very kind and fun and <laughs> he's helpful. So, you know, and he's been so helpful to so many of our lipedema ladies. So that's why we have invited him. Gail, you were saying something too about Aunt Sandy. I was. So most of our lipedema community who has popped in and out of these webinars or on our groups over the last year heard, has heard me talk about Aunt Sandy. She's my husband's mother's little sister, and she is so dear to us. And recently she has been having a lot of pain, but be before even now, the only thing that she ever found that would help with her pain is CBD, a CBD salve on her hip. And recently when she ordered her CBD, she noticed that it's a different color. It's from the same company, but it's a different color and she doesn't know why. And so we've been talking about, well, maybe there's maybe there's a difference in the recipe that they've been using to make the salve. But as we were talking about pain management in this webinar, um, she became really interested in the fact that she wants to be able to find the highest quality of CBD and she wants to be able to have someone she can actually talk to about getting a good quality CBD. Where does she get it? And how does she make sure, how does she make sure it's the best quality that she can get? Because you don't want it to be a waste of your money. The stuff isn't like cheap, right? I mean, it's not like, oh, I can just get whatever and it'll work. You have to get high quality and you want it to be, you want it to be credible, like like Catherine said, but she has actually found that CBD external, you know, like a, like a salve has helped. And um, so, cause she's, she doesn't like to take a lot of medicines and she doesn't like to do all that stuff. And, you know, pain, pain medication sometimes can, you end up addicted to it or, you know, it eats a hole in your stomach or whatever. So she really wants a high quality CBD she wants somebody she can actually email or chat with and get the, the relief she needs so that she can live her life as best as she can instead of, you know, always being in pain because pain ages us. It really does. It makes life miserable. 
So that's one of the reasons why we we always turn to Brian because Mr. Chemical Engineer knows what's in this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm so excited to be here and I'm excited that Aunt Sandy's here and I'm excited that you're here because we are really going to learn a lot from Brian today. So Brian, we're here. I'm, you go ahead and share your screen. Okay. And um, Gail and I will put ourselves on mute. Uh, right. And so, but Catherine, you're not going to not be able to talk while I'm on there, right? I mean, you'll always have no, something to say. I, I'm going to say <laughs> something. I'm going to keep myself off of mute, but I'm going to just take my photo off. All right. Here we go. Yeah, boy. Here we go. Where am I? Okay. I hope you like this curtain. <laughs> I love the curtain. I, I hope you like the little dancing logo lady. Oh I my goodness, look at that. Second. <laughs> Catherine added the dancing lady's logo to my uh, slide presentation like 30 seconds before we went online and with all of you. And I'm thinking, why are you changing something at the last second? The whole thing could crash. But anyways, I'll stop. As the lady said that introduced me, uh, I have a background. I'm a chemical engineer and I have uh, arthritis really badly in my hands, my shoulders, knees, all kinds of things. And so I originally got interested in CBD because a nurse had told me about CBD and I started to try to learn about it. And because I understand the language of the chemistry stuff, I could see that people were telling me stuff about CBD that could not be true and that they were not knowledgeable of the products they were selling. And it kind of scared me. And I did find some people and uh, I'll talk some about that as we go. Let's see. So the, the first thing I would like to talk about is some of the history of uh, cannabis. Cannabis has been on the planet for over 19 million years. And human beings have only been here for 200,000. So cannabis has been around a long, long time. And the reason why it's still here, I think, is that it's developed a lot of chemical compounds in the plant to protect itself against outside negative uh, attacks from whatever animals and bugs and all that kind of thing. So I think that's a lot to do with why CBD is an effective product is because this plant has been working on, on the right kind of compounds forever. So although for thousands of years, people have used a cannabis plant for uh, health reasons, no one really knew exactly what it was. So it was in 1964 that THC was discovered and THC is the compound in marijuana uh, that causes people to get high. And so that's when they started investigating all of this, that's a lot of where the direction came from is they wanted to know what it was that was actually making people high when they smoked cannabis. And then in the 1990s, uh, 30, took like almost 30 years for people to begin to realize that, okay, so besides THC, 
there are many other things in these cannabis plants. And they discovered CBD in the early 1990s. And they identified what they called the endocannabinoid system in the 1990s. And they defined the entourage effect. And I'll talk more about those as we go along, but that's the kind of history of uh, some of the work. And let's see, my picture is in the way here. Okay, so uh, there's been very limited research on THC and CBD because marijuana uh, cannabis was defined as a class one drug. And that, that means that it's a drug that is dangerous with no medical use at all. So heroin, LSD are class one drugs and so has marijuana been and THC still is uh, a class one drug uh, the government doesn't feel like it has any medical use at all. And so from the years 2000, after they did these early discoveries, 2000 to 2020, there've been a lot of non-clinical studies and some clinical studies, but the government won't let us study something and run clinical studies if, the, um, if it's a class one drug. In 2018, there was a change, a major change. Uh, the uh, Congress passed the 2018 Farm Act, which said that they now would define hemp as can a cannabis plant that has less than 0.3% THC in it, which is very little THC. And as a result, that meant that hemp was legal to grow and uh, CBD, which was derived from the hemp, was legalized. So that's been the major change in it. And the federal government is still not clear on how they want to deal with all of this, but the states individually have legalized CBD and hemp. So the cannabis plant is the plant that is the parent of both of these products that we're talking about. And so when a cannabis plant defined as marijuana when it has anything more than 0.3% THC in it. If a cannabis plant has more than 0.3% THC, it's marijuana. And if a plant, cannabis plant has less than 0.3% THC, it's classified as hemp. Rather arbitrary when you go back to the history of it is how they pick those numbers. But what it essentially means is that marijuana the, the THC that they're talking about here is the psychoactive part of marijuana. It's what makes people high. So the cannabis plant now, they breed it so that it gets more and more THC. So you might get uh, as much as like 40 or 50, 60% by weight of the uh, extract from the cannabis plant to be THC. On the other hand, the hemp, it has point, less than 0.3% THC in it, has mostly like 20%, 30% of CBD in it, and almost no THC. So this hemp, is, hemp and CBD products are considered non-psychoactive, so you're not going to get high pretty much no matter how much of it you take, which for a lot of us is a really important thing to know. So the uh, full spectrum versus isolate, now, that the difference between a full-spectrum CBD product and an isolate is that full-spectrum CBD is CBD that's derived from the whole flower. 
And so when you squeeze the whole flower and you squeeze all of the, the uh, CBD out of it, you end up with CBD mostly, plus over a hundred different cannabinoids. CBD is a, is a cannabinoid. THC is a cannabinoid. So there are many, many CB, CBD, THC, and all kinds of other cannabinoids in the plant. And there's hundreds of terpenes and flavonoids. And so there, uh, the plant has a lot of different chemical compounds in it. And what is believed is that CBD, when you add various cannabinoids and different terpenes and flavonoids, that you end up with an entourage effect, which means you put two or three things together and the end result of that is greater than the two or three things separately added together. So there's a synergy that occurs when you put uh, full spectrum CBD together. And the reason why, a big reason why CBD full spectrum is important is because in order to, to get an effect from CBD, you have to put a certain amount of the CBD in your body. And so as you increase the dosage, you increase the effect. And the idea is to increase the dosage till you don't get an increase in effect any longer. And then you back off on the dosage to get to the point where you get the full effect at the least cost. So that's always what we're trying to do is to titrate up and then titrate back to get something that works, but at the least cost. CBD isolate is when they take the CBD molecule out of the, the full spectrum uh, product that comes out of the plant, it, it, they pull the CBD isolate out. And what they end up with is a material that CBD by all by itself without any of these entourage uh, compounds has a very uh, narrow level of dose. So at a particular dosage, the product might work somewhat effectively. But if you increase the dosage at all, or you decrease the dosage at all, you end up with no effect at all. So the full spectrum CBD, you get a pretty steadily increasing effect, even at low dose, you just move it up, get to a point and you find your best dosage rate. So CBD isolate is generally considered a non-effective way to treat uh, general uh, health problems. So, so this, those studies that I talked about that they've done in the last 20 years or so have shown promising results for full spectrum CBD on inflammation, anxiety, neurological diseases like epilepsy, Parkinson, Alzheimer's, sleep difficulties, and depression. And my reaction to this when I first learned about it was that cannot be. One compound doesn't do all this stuff. And, uh, and so the, the people I originally talked to said, oh, yes, it does. It does all of these things. It's a panacea. But they couldn't tell me why. So the, the reason why that these things, if CBD, full spectrum CBD works on all of these things is because it's not just CBD. It's CBD and all these other myriad of compounds that when they are put together, they end up solving a lot of uh, health issues that people have. And so in fact, 
uh, is a one of the things that I'll just, is like there's hundreds of these things to talk about, but there are things called terpenes, which there are hundreds of those, and those terpenes are like uh, terpenes like limonene. Limonene is a terpene, and it's the smell that you get from citrus. And it, uh, it's the chemical that's in citrus, and it reduces anxiety and relieves depression along with when it's used along with CBD and other compounds in the whole spec full spectrum CBD. Alpha pinene, which is my favorite, is the pine smell you get when you walk in the woods. Uh, the reason, one of the reasons why people like to walk in the woods is because it does give them an actual feeling of clearing their mind because smelling that pinene, they bring that chemical into their system and it does some really pleasant things like it clears the mind, uh, improves memory, eases respiration and reduces inflate inflammation. And the, uh, the Japanese call it forest bathing when they walk in the woods and they get that pinene uh, effect. Beta-caryophylline is another one of these uh, terpenes and uh, I, I put these little numbers here. I don't know if you've noticed those or not. One, two, three. Those are everything that I talk about in this presentation. I have it backed up with some published data that tell that says the details of all this. So you can spend a lot of time studying data on this if you have questions about specific things. I've done a lot of this. And uh, beta-caryophylline, along with the CBD and the other compounds, reduces inflammation, protects the stomach lining compared to over-the-counter drugs that destroy the stomach lining uh, and the liver and other things. And, and it relieves itching. And so uh, there's the, all these little things that the different uh, terpenes together with the CBD affect. Now, beta-mercine. Beta-mercine is a chemical that makes people sleepy. <laughs> and in the old days, when you heard about uh, people who smoked marijuana never got off the couch, they call it couch lock. This was uh, early on marijuana that had a lot of beta-mercine in it, and it just put people to sleep. And so it really is a nice compound that will help with sleep. It's why when people take uh, CBD products for sleep, the reason why it, it, they fall asleep mostly is because of the amount of beta-mercine that's in the product. So uh, let's see. Linalool is lavender, which is a lovely smell that people like, and it, it reduces anxiety, aids sleep, and relieves pain. And so uh, these little numbers up here are the way you can check to see where I got this information from. So one of the things that I'm, a lot of people I think have heard about CBD is that, that you can't tell what's in the bottle or the, the container and, and you don't know whether it's uh, good for you or not. So there's a, uh, Lisa Fletcher is a uh, investigative reporter for ABC TV. She's an anchor. She's on a lot of different of uh, the ABC TV shows, and she's the winner of the Edward R. Murrow Award for Broadcast Excellence a couple of times. So she's a really well-known uh, investigative reporter, and she's done an, an investigative report on CBD. And one of the things that she puts in the report is that 70% of the CBD 
sold in the United States comes from China. So that caused me concern right away because I don't actually trust food products that might come from China. Uh, and uh, another a person that she quotes in her article is uh, Jason Cranford. He's the founder of the Flowering Hope Foundation uh, that is uh, therapeutic help for people uh, utilizing CBD type products. And he's got the, one of the largest farms in uh, Colorado that produces a really high quality organic uh, CBD. And he said, if it's not USDA organic certified, it's not, and it's not full panel lab tested, you have no way of knowing what you're getting. And uh, he says that overseas, they use hemp to do cover crops, particularly in China. They use it to purposely suck out the pesticides and heavy metals from soil so they can plant food crops next. One of the things about the cannabis plant is it's a bioactivator. It, it pulls whatever it is biologically out of the ground and puts it into the plant. And so you have to be aware at least that the potential for this contamination is there. And so Dr. Sean Callahan, he uh, founded Ellipse Analytics, another well-known in the industry Colorado firm. And they do a lot of laboratory testing for CBD products. And uh, his lab tested, they took 240 top selling CBD products and they tested for each one for 300 different contaminants. So comes up comes out to thousands of tests. And after thousands of tests, 70% of the products were found highly contaminated with heavy metals like lead and arsenic. 70% of the, the, the most highest selling products, CBD products uh, in the United States, 70% of them have heavy metals in them and arsenic and herbicides like uh, glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup. You get a Roundup into here uh, and a host of other contaminants, including pesticides, BPA and toxic mold. All of these things were found in 70% of the products that people are buying were buying off the internet and generally in the United States. So you need to, my perception is that I needed to be really careful about where I was getting this product from. So I've interviewed a number of different farmers and companies and lots of companies. And so I've drawn some conclusions about how to evaluate CBD products. So for me to buy something, the label needs to state that it's a full spectrum CBD not isolate, not anything else other than it has to say the words full spectrum CBD together. The next thing it needs to say that it's USDA certified organic seed to sale is a term that people use, but from the seed to the sold product, it needs to be certified organic. And the other thing that I think is so important is this, the concept of single source products. And what that means to me is it's the single farm, what farm, the name and the location of the farm, where the plant is grown, that this CBD is from. They need to say that right on the label where this is from. If they don't, then you have, then you're, what you're getting is you're getting CBD that is on the open market and it's purchased based on the lowest price. It's a commodity then. And, and this is not a good way when you know that 70% of this commodity 
that's coming into the United States is uh, is contaminated. So, and then uh, the fourth thing that I think is really important about quality is there needs to be a website address on the label that says where you can find the independent lab test results. If you see these, if you can ask those four questions on, of a label, you can tell whether this product is any good or not, or is at least you got a good chance of knowing that you've got a quality product if all, of, all four of these things are on the label. The other couple of things you need to have on, need to be able to see on the label is how many milligrams of CBD are in the container. The point of that is that although you're getting all these other compounds, what people pay for is the quantity of CBD. So you want to know how much CBD you're getting. If, it, if you don't know exactly what, and like 5,000 milligrams in general doesn't mean anything. It needs to be 5,000 milligrams of CBD. Uh, so I, I've seen millions of milligrams on some labels, <laughs> all crazy stuff, all fake. Uh, so, so you want to know how many milligrams of CBD are in the container. And then generally most labels are going to tell you what the normal CBD uh, amount of CBD per dose that you get. So if you're taking a, a liquid anyway, any kind of a liquid or a capsule or anything like that, they're going to tell you how many milligrams of CBD are in each uh, of the capsules or each of the gel caps or each of the, the quantity of uh, tincture that you're going to use. So you need to know that this is the normal 15 to 30 milligrams per dose. That's normal. If it's not in that kind of range, I'd be, I'd be cautious. So the point being that I was making before is that the amount of CBD in the container, you want to figure out whether you're getting a fair price by looking at the cost per milligram of CBD. I've, I've done a lot of evaluations on, on the internet to find out where, what the pricing is on the internet and uh, on CBD. And generally you should be paying five to 10 cents per milligram of CBD. So what that, most people aren't gonna calculate that in their heads when they're out looking at labels, but basically what it is, if you've got a thousand milligrams of CBD, then you should be paying 50 to a hundred dollars for a thousand milligrams. That's five cents is $50. And at 10 cents per milligram, it's a hundred. If you're getting a, a container of product that has CBD in it, if it's got 500 milligrams on the label of CBD, then it's 25 to $50. It's a ballpark range that you should be paying for the product. If you're paying a lot less or a lot more than these numbers, then there would be real concern because you can't pay a lot less and get quality because it just can't do it. So, it, and then another size would be 300 milligrams, 15 to $30. And, and you're not gonna find CBD anywhere for less than 15 or $20. Just, it's just hard to put a product on the market and get it out to customers for less than 15 or $20, no matter what uh, you're putting in it. So if you want, if you like numbers, <laughs> if you want the formula to calculate price per milligram of CBD, well, all you need to do is divide the price by the milligrams of CBD in the container. So if you're getting a 1,000 milligram bottle of CBD for $80, then 
then you're going to divide the price of $80 by the thousand milligrams of CBD, and you'll end up with $80 divided by a thousand, which is 0.08 dollars, which is eight cents per milligram of CBD. That's between five and 10. So that's probably a fair price. So dosage, I can't tell you how much to take <laughs> because I'm not allowed to legally. So what you're, what you're seeing here is what people normally take of CBD. And then, and the reason for that is that the statements and these products have not been evaluated by the FDA. And so therefore they cannot be considered to be to intended to diagnose, treat or cure or prevent any disease. You can't, I, people like me can't say that. I can tell you what I take, which is these things and what other people generally take, which is all about in this kind of range that I'm showing here. So if you take a liquid tincture, which, or, or a gel cap, it's a, a gelatin capsule that will have a certain amount of CBD in it, full spectrum, all these, these are always full spectrum, certified, organic, all that that I talked about earlier. It, most doses with tinctures or gel caps are going to be 15 to 30 milligrams of CBD. And people usually take that quantity once or twice a day, sometimes three times a day. There really isn't everything I read about there really isn't a limit on the amount of CBD that people can take safely. There don't seem to be any reported that I can find on uh, side effects of CBD of any significance. And uh, so what, what you wanna do is as needed for whatever it is that you're trying to uh, help with CBD, you wanna slowly increase the dosage, which is the chemists call it titrate the dose, bring the doses up little by little, until you have a positive effect and then decrease the dosage till you start to notice that you're getting less effect, then you wanna go back up a little bit and you should have then the least expensive way to get the best effect. And as far as topical salves go, uh, apply them directly to the area of pain three or four times a day because it's kind of like taking, uh, it's like topical Advil, except it doesn't hurt you. The, the um, that three or four times a day, four or five hours is what most people get of pain relief from a salve. One of the lipedema ladies told me just the other day that she got like 10, 12 hours in between using the salve. So do it in the morning and when she went to bed at night and it was great. So and she gave so, me permission. Well, I'll say that that's what I did. And oh. I would use it definitely before I went to sleep trying because yeah. I have a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. and beginning of the day mm -hmm. I would use it even you know getting out of bed a topical yep. and then I would it as needed maybe in the afternoon but sometimes yep. I could get through the day right right so it all depends and it kind of it, for me it comes and goes the pain levels come and go from one day to the next and I don't really know why but that's what my arthritis does anyway so anyway so the the potency on the uh the the salves just depends on the milligrams of CBD per ounce of salve. And normally it's 100 milligrams per ounce to 500 milligrams per ounce of salve uh, is normal. So like our two ounce container of salve is 1,000 milligrams. So that's about like the, the kind of things of dosage. And I've got, 
I'd be happy to get any of this information to anybody who has questions about it. And I am happy to take phone calls, text messages, emails, whatever you want, but I'm available on the phone. I absolutely love talking to people about their pain and what I know about CBD, because I believe, you know, that this could really dramatically change people's lives. It certainly changed mine. Okay, so drug interactions. This is the point about like, you don't take stuff, new drugs without talking to your doctor about it. Unfortunately, I think a lot of doctors don't have much knowledge about CBD, but if you're taking these kinds of medications, then you really want to check with your doctor. In fact, you should, if you're taking medications, you should be checking with your doctor to say, gee, I'm thinking about taking some CBD. Do you have a problem with that? And uh, there's a lot of experience with these different kinds of products as to what a, a doctor can monitor you and adjust dosages uh, based on the effect that, that uh, the CBD might have on these uh, products. So, oh, that, that, that list, by the way, of those, <clears throat> these, this list comes from a, a, a presentation by a, a, a Mayo Clinic doctor uh, that uh, I've got a reference to in here and you can look that up. She does a nice hour long presentation on CBD products and she lists out these uh, types of drugs that have uh, interactions or potential interactions with CBD. So as I had said, all these little numbers that I have, all of this information here is like, these are people that I, I know really well, <laughs> not, not being in person with them, but I listened to them and read their papers. And, and so Martin Lee is the, the guy that discovered that uh, started Project CBD, which is the number one place to go to get the truth. These are all scientists here in Project CBD. You're not getting any uh, hype. Uh, and so, and then uh, the 2018 USD Agricultural Improvement Act, you can look it up on the USDA.gov. The essential guide to CBD is written by Martin Lee and a bunch of other well-known uh, people from Project CBD. And uh, you can look that up. I have that essential guide. If you're really interested in learning everything you want to know about CBD, you should download that guide. It's on sale at, uh, in, uh, on Amazon. I think it's like $12 for the book. And then terpenes, I, each one of those terpenes that I listed, this is where I got the actual information from about each one of them. So there's plenty of papers, uh, peer-reviewed papers by respected scientists on everything that I've talked about here. Here's some more. Ethan Russo is the guy <laughs> in the world, as far as I'm concerned. He's a neurologist who spent like 20 plus years just trying to get the government to let him test <laughs> and do clinical studies on, on uh, THC and CBD. And his paper is considered the paper on uh, CBD products. Taming THC, it's, it's really about, that whole paper is about CBD products, uh, which is phytocannabinoid, terpenoid, all that. Anyway, so he's a great guy. I, I, I don't know how many papers by him I've read, great guy. This is uh, Sandra DeAndre from the Mayo Clinic. She's the one that does this hour-long um, 
seminar that you can look at for free, listen to for free. Lisa Fletcher, this is the link to her article. Uh, and uh, Jason Cranford, you can find out all about him at the Hope Foundation, at Flowering Hope Foundation. And uh, Dr. Callahan is uh, the uh, founder of Ellipse Analytics. And uh, you go to his website and you can learn all kinds of stuff about him. So uh, that's basically, oh, and then this uh, recently NIH uh, article about modulating the endocannabinoid system. It kind of goes into some technical things that I thought if people really want to learn some of the technical things, that might be a decent place to look. And the essential guide to CBS or CBD, I don't know. I just added that in today. So <laughs> anyways, um, so the, what I did is the two things that I think that people should consider buying is uh, if you go to my naturalwellnessboston.com website and you click this link, it's product lipedema-t for tincture. And you should you should get you'll get this combination. And so what I what I suggest is get a combination of the salve, our thousand milligram salve, and our eighteen hundred milligram uh, CBD tincture. And that's a uh, it's an oil based tincture it is there's no alcohol in any of this stuff so anyway so if you get a tincture in the sap that if you don't mind putting drop a drop a few drops under your under your tongue that's the quickest way to get it right into your bloodstream and so that's what i generally use although i've used uh the gel caps also when you're in the checkout uh if you type in this, this coupon code which is the date of the last seminar, I did 12, 28, 21, December 28th, 2021. If you put in that coupon code, you'll get a 20% discount on anything that you buy. And the other option would be is to buy the uh, salve and the 60 gel caps that have 30 milligrams of CBD in each gel cap, and there's 60 of them in there. So it's the total CBD is the same for all either either option here is just if you want to take a gel cap, it's really easy to take the gel caps, you just pop it in your mouth wherever you are, no one will look at you like you're putting something into you like when you put in a, a tincture in you, it's a little more obvious in public, I guess. But anyway, so different people like different uh, ways of doing it. Uh, this is my information. Like I said, just give me a call or text me and I'll be happy to answer any questions that you have. And these are the links to uh, the website where you would get the different combination products. So I think that's it. That's it. So. And we have Q&A. So I'm going to just move us back. I need to show myself. Um, so there's not a lot of Q&A yet. And I think that I don't know, I'd be love to hear feedback on whether you got overwhelmed with all of that that I said. Is there too much information there? Is there, you know, uh, 
Are there things missing that you would like to know about any of that kind of thing? And you don't have to do it now. You can just send me a text or an email. So anyway. Oh, how fun. Anita, Anita, who lives in Florida, she wanted you to know she taught at Northborough Southborough Regional High School, which is right that's where cool. Yes, that's that's the high school for our town. Yeah, that's <laughs> Both it. Of my daughters uh, went to uh, the uh, Northborough Southborough Regional High School, and um, their, their na last name was Hayward, and I don't want to hear how badly they behaved. <laughs> My oldest daughter was a wild kid. <laughs> My youngest was like perfect. <laughs> Anyways. Well, Anita has a question because she takes Eloquis. And is Eloquis um, a, um, like Coumadin, um, a blood thinner? What's Eloquis? I don't know. Let me look it up. Look it up because her question is that her, um, that she was told that she can't take CBD because she takes Eloquist. Yeah, Eloquist is a blood thinner. Yeah. But, but it's not like Coumadin, where Coumadin, you have to have your blood um, thickness, your blood coagulation checked all the time. Um, Eloquist is, is more recent and you, you take it, you just you kind of get on a dosage and you just take it consistently. Okay. Well, the thing of it is, is with the, the effects of the interactions with drugs generally, you know, like a CBD thing might make that the drug level in your system go up a little, or it might make it go down a little. And stuff that I've read has said, you know, you need to check with your doctor and have your doctor make sure that if you're going to take CBD, that you're not negatively affecting like the blood thinner. And so I'm not sure who told her that she can't take CBD if it was her doctor. She's kind of limited then. Yeah, it was her doctor. And I would think that if it, it's just like everything else that we do, um, as we become healthier, like through keto, when we when we eat keto and stuff, we're we tell our um, our community to to check with the doctors if you're taking like blood pressure medication or glucose medication because you're going to get healthier quickly your you know your your blood pressure is going to drop quickly and your and your blood glucose is going to drop quickly so your medications really might have to be adjusted um and so if cbd has that same anti-inflammatory effect you might have to have a, a either a change in medication or not do it depending on just what it what the effect is mm. we're getting some great questions um First of all, not overwhelming. Um, the presentation was excellent. Um, I took notes. I'm lucky that since, oh, that's, I'm going to talk about that because that's a good question. Uh, perfect information. This, this is someone who knew nothing about CBD and now she feels like she has a foundation. So Great. to your question. Great. So I think the, your level of detail is helpful to people. Okay. Um, so a few questions that I think you can answer directly. Okay. Will this help with bone on bone osteoarthritis? I'll <laughs> say that's what I had. It helped yep. a lot. Okay. Go ahead, Brian. Why don't you answer that more? Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing of it is, I think it depends. You know, my, like my daughter had bone on bone arthritis and a lot of serious hip pain. 
and the Saab didn't do a thing for him. So that's the thing is like from what, and I know so many other people that it, they put it on and it's like, oh my God, it's gone. My hands are like really bad. I don't know if you can tell by that, but they're very, very arthritic. I went to Mass General about it and the doctor said that, well, the bad news is you've got about the worst you can have. <laughs> and the good news is it's probably not going to get worse because it can't get much worse. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, so, but it worked. I, I put the sob on in 10 minutes, it's gone. It's just, so it depends on the people. I have a knee that'll swell up from skiing because I like to ski. And um, I put it on the knee and the swelling goes down. After I ski, my legs sore, my knees sore. You know, I put it on beforehand and then I put it on after. And then by the time the morning comes around, I generally don't have any pain at all in my knees. And without the CBD, the knee stays swelled up for a week. So it depends on the person. I, the best thing to do is just to try it. And so, and, and the level of pain that I perceived, well, each of the people that I've talked to of the lipedema ladies, they have enough pain that they really want to just give it a try to see if it's going to work for you. Because if it does, it's, it's really something. And the anxiety stuff is real. I have one lady who um, was having such anxiety attacks during work that she was just so unhappy. And she started taking, she took the uh, gel caps and it completely went away for her. And so it, it's, it, you know, some people, will say, well, no, I didn't really notice anything. And, and that's okay, because it, it may not work for, for, for that person. I know a lady who couldn't sleep at night and said that she would give the gel caps a try because she's got less restless leg syndrome and she couldn't sleep. And she's been, I don't know, like six months now, she will not miss a night because if she does, she's awake. So it's, it's a, it, it just, I think it's just a matter of people just need to try it as long as they feel comfortable that it's safe. And, you know, we say this a lot, um, pretty much in everything that we do, that we are each unique. And the same with keto is that we, that's why we have so many wonderful coaches and we suggest that people, if you can work with a coach or take one of our classes, because mm -hmm. you have to adapt to your own body. And that's what we do. I have to say CBD worked wonders for me. I mean, it kept me alive and moving yeah. um, while I was waiting for surgery, while I could get to the place where I could have the surgery. Yeah. And so, I mean, very grateful for it. Um, and I think Susan asked about, um, would, it, would you recommend it for arthritis? And I think you really answered that. Because yeah. you use it for your arthritis. I use it. My, it's, it's miraculous for arthritis because it's inflation, inflammation related. A, a really big thing about the CBD compounds is that they seem to, you know, their initial thing is like to reduce inflation, which solves a lot of pain problems. You know, so. um, are there any side effects that people can expect? You know, the articles that I've read by medical doctors is that there's almost no side effects from CBD. I've never noticed anything. Some, I think in one, one place, the doctor said maybe uh, 
intestinal uh, diarrhea kind of things, possibly, but I, I, I've never had anybody say that to me. So I, nope, I don't, there doesn't seem to be any noticeable side effects. Oh, yeah. Do you have um, a couple of people want to know, do you ship to Canada? Oh, yes, I do. It's just that I just may need to speak to you about it because certain things that you ship into Canada, you know, generally like, I don't know, some of the stuff I've done in the past shipping to Canada, it's been a bit of a pain and they require you to fill out forms and that, and I know how to do that and I've done it. And so I'll be happy to do it, but it might cost some money for you to do that. And so I can't, I, I cover the freight for anything in the United States, but like if it's 20 or $25 to ship something to Canada, that, that could be. So just the best thing is to let me know that you're in Canada. You know what, Brian, why don't you put your phone number in the chat again? Sure. Yeah, this, that's a, people need to be able to get me. Okay, so to everyone. Oh my goodness, Zeet, that's wonderful. Zeet says she's taken one gel cap each night before going to bed and she's definitely sleeping better. And she just started a couple of weeks ago. Who's that? Zeet Hutton. Oh, great, great. Yep, I think I've talked to you on the phone. So then we have this question and I've been wondering about it too from Deborah. She wanted to know and others have wanted to know, does the salve have less interaction with medications than gel caps or drops? I think that that, yes, I think that's so. I, it's still going to be, yeah, the, it's still with, when you put the salve on, the reason why the salve works is because it absorbs into your skin and into your bloodstream. So you're still going to get CBD in your bloodstream. And so I, I, I think that doctors will be more likely to say, oh yeah, put salve on, that's fine. But I don't, can't answer that really. Right, and there was another question about, should we let our doctors know if we're gonna do CBD? And my first thought was, they usually, when you, when you fill out your forms, you have to tell them everything you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. all, everything you're taking, like your mm -hmm. supplements or all that other yeah. stuff. So it would be just wise to make sure that, that your doctor knows what, what you're taking. In case mm. there's, in case yeah. there's counter, in what do yeah. they call counter contraindications or something yeah. that yeah. they need to for your meds. Always consult with your primary care around something. Yeah, they should know we anything. Say they did. that all the time, because everyone is so different, mm. and um, and you have to do that, because someone want some. We've had a couple of people say, can you use the salve with blood thinners, and essentially consult with your PCP. Yeah, you just have, and I think the thing is, it shouldn't be a big deal for them. You know, the doctors I've asked about it and people I know who asked the doctors, the doctors just kind of go, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that kind of attitude about it. And, and they don't really know much. They don't have doctors, the medical community doesn't really have a lot of experience with CBD yet, but I think that they all know that there's very limited negatives for it. So they're fine with their patients taking it, but. Um, so a lot of the questions are about drug interactions. Yeah. I know that you posted 
at the back of your presentation that um, from the Mayo Clinic, mm -hmm. that was from their cancer center, because it's not just with lipedema. It's yep. like, it, there are lots of times when people are in chronic pain like we are. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of information out there right now. Right. And um, we will have that with the um, replay. So you'll be able to get a copy of that with the replay so you can yep. get that info. But yeah. Brian, just for now, even if you could put that one link in the chat, the Which one from the Mayo Clinic. Clinic, certainly. And always, as I mean, that's one of the reasons that, you know, we have taken Brian under our wings because <laughs> he has taken us under his. <laughs> so, um, so you can always reach out to him. He yep. offers that to the lipedema community. Um, okay, so Jenny not Stuart, but Jenny, I mean, Jenny Stewart, but not Stuart, Stuart. <laughs> um, she said she just got a THC CBD oil blend and it's 15.9 milligrams. Yep. What can she expect from a combination of THC and CBD? And it's her first time here. Okay, yeah, that'll. that's a great question. Just let me get this. The, uh, the Mayo Clinic link here, and then Mayo Clinic, where is it? There it is, okay. Yeah, Susan Coltis says, don't be surprised if your doctor is against using CBD. So again, like many of the things that we do, is like you really have to listen to yourself, listen to your body and listen to your primary care and anyone that is on your healthcare team. Sure. You know, and you are always, you have to do what's right for you. Right, right. Yeah, because all these things that, that you're doing in this whole program that you folks have is uh, like the keto thing is something that's significant. And uh, I don't know, like sometimes doctors will say, oh, CBD, nah, that doesn't waste. And if they don't want you to take it because they think it's a waste, that's one thing. If they don't want you to take it because it interacts with the medication, I guess that's where they have the right authority is <laughs> yeah. about whether it affects your medication, not whether it works or not. Because there's and a lot. So yeah. many ladies who are, have found keto to be so powerful and effective mm. i mean keto is something that is not generally embraced by the healthcare system yep. and you know so we have tons of anecdotal information i mean the idea of i mean i've been low carb since the 80s not keto low carb but low carb since the 80s yep. best thing i ever did Mm. Me years and years of life that I would never have had. Yeah. Um, okay, so Linda says that one of her doctors sells CBD cream, but it doesn't have any of the info that you mentioned on the label. It just says Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Charlotte's Web is a really uh, well-known uh, product but I don't know whether, 
I think that people tend to, anyways, if it doesn't tell you what's in it, it's a, it's a bit of a problem, but you can look up Charlotte's web from your, the label on it. Charlotte's web is generally a, a quality product, you know, but it's also, you know, you don't, where's the farm? Who's, who's really controlling the production of this thing? Cause Charlotte's web has been around for a long time. Um, we're coming down, we're actually over what we try and keep these to an hour. So we're a little bit over, but there are two more questions and sure. I want to make sure they get answered. Okay. Um, someone says that her friend has a serious problem with itching all over her entire body. Oh. You? You? Oh, my, yeah, it, my, my family used to say to me, mom, you don't feel pain, you just feel itch. Because I was like, oh. And so actually keto has helped tremendously, but there's still places on my body that just, yeah. and there's no, you can't see it. Like all of a sudden my hands will just start itching. You can't see any. Uh, it's like, oh. it's yeah. just my hands start itching. If I, yeah. so I know it's like a, an, it feels like a, an allergic reaction to driving into California, which is so Maybe. crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll just start. I had um, shingles. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's, oh, uh, that's horrible, Brian. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. And they gave me some special ointment for the itching and the pain. And it worked okay. But I thought, you know, I'm going to try putting some CBD on it. So I took some of the liquid tincture stuff and I rubbed it on it and the pain completely gone. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so I it's like it's the itching. It was... The CBD did a better job on itching than, um, than the, the product that the doctor prescribed for me. And I put the liquid on because even like with the salve, I don't know what the salve will do as far as that goes because it has, you know, there's some lavender in it. There's different, you know, there's, the salve isn't just the CBD. It's a salve with a thousand milligrams of CBD in it. So the salve may not be great for the itching uh you know especially if you have allergic if you're allergic to certain things but if you put the uh if you just put some drops of the tincture in your hand and then rub it on you i i, I would be really curious to hear how it worked for you because it was amazing for uh for me oh my yeah, god i was i i take an allergy pill i can tell if i if my hands start itching i i mm. take an allergy pill or Benadryl or something like that. Because yep. it's just to the point I'll dig my skin off, but yet yeah. it doesn't, it yeah. feels like an allergic reaction to the dust or something. Mm. But um, yeah, it's just like my hands, uh, or if I'm getting tired, my body just starts to itch all over. Yeah, yeah, that's a immune response kind of thing, I think is that, uh, that you know, or like one of my grandkids has a, there's, there's a missing element in his skin. And so he has severe psoriasis kind of things. And so oh, yeah. Stuff. yeah. So so I don't know. Even yeah. the tincture under my tongue would probably even help that. Mm. And yep. if it gets in, if, if it's that whole itching thing all over yeah. my body, yeah. otherwise yeah. I'd be greased up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing of it is putting the tincture under your tongue, you know, that might, that could make a big difference too. So I would try the tincture you know, under your tongue and on your hands and try to salve on your hands and see what the consequences, but try a little bit, just a little bit. 
<laughs> see if you get a reaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. from the sounds of it, everybody's got a lot of value from this, Brian. Thank right. you so right. much. Happy to do it. I'm going to just do a quick where we are and what's coming up. Okay. We, um, we've only had the first week. We have three more weeks of wonderful webinars from our incredible collaboration of coaches. Our uh, collect, what do we call it? Coaching collaborative. collaborative. Coaching <laughs> collaborative, which all of these folks are parting. And so um, I just wanna remind you to save the dates. And if you can't make it live, it's fine. Cause we, lots and lots of people do the recordings. We have the recordings for you. But um, this is where we've had um, Gail and I, Carrie, and now Brian. We have Dr. Carlos coming up next this coming week. We have me coming up next week. And um, we have Jillian, who's going to be, Jillian did have COVID and she found lots of ways to help herself. So she's going to share that. And Kristen is coming up um, this week, next week. I don't know what the dates are soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the calendar. And Farnock is gonna be, we're gonna be talking about processed foods and food addiction. And we're doing a food demo. Gail's gonna be doing it in the US and Asha will be in the UK or Spain. I don't know where she's, she's traveling in Europe. And um, Veronica on skincare and Kathy and Anjay on the art of self-love from a Zen perspective. And then Aidy on deep breathing and Glenda on aging grace, graciously, how to age well with keto for lipedema. So we have just a wonderful month for everybody. Great. I think I just did this. It went backwards. Can you comment on, is it all right to comment on the fact that I'm doing a clinic on Friday? So if people. Oh yeah. Let me tell everybody that. Yes. Yep. So I would like two things, Brian's clinic and um, save the date, save the date, March 6th. It's World Lymphedema Day. And we are going to be having the highlights of all of our webinars. And the clinic starts on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, Brian, why don't you t mention it and what time and all of that so that this is a, a come to the clinic online and um, we'll be able to, yeah, Brian, go ahead. You can talk. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I have to look it up. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no, I'll look it up. Don't worry. All right, so I can't. It's Friday at 1.30. 1.30, okay. And, um, and, and really, it's a fireside chat. It's come, and if you have any questions or any, like we do with Dr. Carmody, basically. Yeah. That kind of a clinic. Yeah. Um, what time on March 6th? I think it's going to be the same time, which is 4 p.m., um, but we have to... Um, we, we're going to have a guest there, so we have to check with somebody. Um, let's see. Don't forget about the. Don't forget about entering to win. Okay, Gail. Entering <laughs> to win. 
pull pull up the slide. Oh my gosh, you do that to me every time. <laughs> Hold on. You have slide? Come on. I, okay. I do. I have the slide right here. Oh, okay. Can you pull it up? Because I forgot to download it. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm as, I, um, as I talk about this, I'm going to tell you right now that uh, Agnieszka said that every time that I laugh on the on the um, webinars, that Lucas who hasn't been feeling very well, <clears throat> he's been sick, but Lukash has has heard me laugh and he it makes him giggle and laugh too. So that's one of the that's one of the ways that she's been keeping him laughing because I because I giggle every now and then. So hi Lukash, hi Agnieszka, if you're if you're watching this replay. Um, enter to win, you're able to win or at least enter to win a box of self-love. Um, Self-love products, Lipidim is Simplified has, I think, two or three boxes. If you post a selfie on Instagram or Facebook and <laughs> or Facebook, um, tag us at Lipidema Project and hashtag us at self-love webinar series and um, take a selfie tell us what how much you've been loving the webinars and you put it on your own page a couple of people have been putting it in the tribe if you don't want to put it on your own page put it somewhere so that we know that you've been visiting with us that you've been coming to the webinars and we would love to hear from you give us a little testimony if you want a little hey this was fabulous and this is what i got out of it tell us a little story if you don't use Facebook or Instagram, send us an email and um, put it on circle if you're on circle, but just make sure that that you tag us at Lipedema Project or hashtag self love webinar series and we will enter you into our drawing or our spinning of the wheel, whatever it is that that Isla does her magic thing. And if you don't know what a selfie is, just look right there. See that? That's a selfie. <laughs> anyway, that's what I have to share with you. And also let me add to it that the um, gift boxes come from a company called Therabox. We're talking to them about we want to like put together boxes for our community. But anyway, they the boxes have stuff in them worth a couple hundred dollars. So they, there's just this wonderful subscription box thing that. Uh, so anyway, it's really worth it. I'm thinking of entering it. <laughs> I think that's I think that's not ethical. Can you enter? I win know I can't win. <laughs> I can't win something I'm giving oh. away. <laughs> Okay, good. All right, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Brian. All and right, Brian's, thanks, clinic, Brian's clinic is uh, Friday, and I'll have Isla put that um, with his um, replay. So if you need the link for that, it's with the replay. Someone asked about drug interactions too in the list, and I'll, if you give me a, send me a text and I'll get it right out to you. I couldn't get it done in time. And if you need, 
if you if there's something you need any information that you need how to contact Brian you know if you didn't get a screenshot or if you didn't get it written down or whatever it is if you need to contact Brian in any way reach out to us because you know how to contact us right reach out to us we'll make sure you get in contact with Brian or his web page or his phone number or how, whatever you need we'll get you involved there's there's his phone number again have it memorized because just do it isn't gail just the best community manager thank i God. know deepest well, because i love you guys yeah. <laughs> takes care of us all all right everyone have a great Bye, rest of your God weekend bless. good job thank Bye. you